the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and once again, a new episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Heard every Thursday at 5.30 at Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows on podcast. And once it airs on uh, KPXQ, it goes into the stream of all of the whatever you pick up your uh, your uh, your shows. You'll find it there. Um, there also there's a, a purple button on our website if you care to. Uh, we are a, a listener supported uh, nonprofit, so please consider that. My guest today is uh, this is a thrill to have him on a, on the show. Robert Vera, entrepreneur, best selling author professor of business innovation, uh, co-creator of the star model for corporate innovation and founding director of Grand Canyon University's Canyon Ventures Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Robert, hello. Right. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. I appreciate it. So uh, really happy to have you here. And and, uh, before we get started, uh, give us a look into your background. How did you get to this point in your life? Yeah. So um, first, really just incredible show. So I, um, uh, I'm i one, number 137 on the show. <laughs> you so, know that. And I, yeah. And, I went back <laughs> and, I, and you know, I, I know 18 of the guests you've had here just through different parts of my life, which um, so those different parts include um, grew up in Massachusetts, moved here 22 years ago now, um, uh, spent time as a staff assistant, staff assistant to United States senator, and then um, went into banking, was an investment banker for, for um, many years. Uh, transitioned out in 2007, wanted to do a startup. So I did a uh, health tech startup. And, um, you know, that that was in 2007, really the beginning of 2007. And, you know, then 2008 happened. So um, <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. Nursed that through. Really amazing yeah. time um, to do that. Uh, got out an exit in 2013. And then um, one of the experiences I had during that period was I met a um, uh, uh, Navy SEAL named Ryan Job, and um, just became really good friends. Your listeners will know of Ryan Job, perhaps through yeah. the the um, film American Sniper and the book American Sniper, and certainly from from other books um, yes. now, um, Extreme Ownership and many of the other books. But uh, Ryan and I became very close friends, um, and I wrote uh, when he passed. I wrote the story of of our friendship and his life and the impact it had on myself and. And so many other people that that um, that he had met or touched in his life. So yeah. um, came to GCU, um, became the founding director of Grand Canyon University's Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship on, in August of 2019, 
and um, that's where I am today, um, leading the effort there, serving um, our entrepreneurs in our community here and um, and our GCU students. A real privilege and an honor to be able to do that. I'm that's uh, you know I'm a misfit, uh, <laughs> and those are my people, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm their I'm their champion. I'm their you know supporter. I'm their you know I'm their servant. But it's really just an awesome experience to be there with. Um, you know, world changers, the people that want to yeah. change the world. So, Yeah. Well, I know you served in the military for a long time or, or a while, and uh, you, you served for a U.S. senator. Yeah, I didn't. I, this is curious. You I don't did have not, to name him. I, but. I didn't serve in the military, <laughs> but I, I had to. I, I, um, in college, I needed an internship to graduate, and yeah. I was a political science major in college. Yeah. By the way, those of you who are political science majors, you can't do much with that degree. Uh, <laughs> so I had an opportunity to, to say, hey, you know, you, you need an internship. Um, before you graduate. And I had played football in college, and it was my spring semester of my senior year. Boston College, right? Yeah, Boston College. Spring semester of my senior year, and um, I had no idea that I needed to do an internship. (laughs) So one of my professors said, don't worry, I got you. And uh, he said, you're going to do an internship um, with United States Senator Ted Kennedy. Oh, wow. Um, So I did uh, for that spring semester. And then when it ended, um, the senator offered me an appointment uh, to his staff to lead what was, I mean, I was a young guy at the time, yeah. you know, and it was constituent services. So it's very apolitical, by the way. Um, but it was a really awesome experience to, I, I manage military and veterans affairs yeah. for the senator in his district. And everything from, you know, I, I can't get my DD-214 to some egregious cases of, of medical malpractice, which were, were sort of fall under the, the um, Ferry's doctrine. But just an incredible opportunity to work with some really, really smart people, Fully committed people back then. I mean, that was the there was the uh, <laughs> late eighties, uh, early nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't as um, uh, you know contested these these ideas. But real honor to serve um, our veteran community. I, I, one note: I did not serve. Um, I was not in the military. I um, I did serve, but um, you were close to it. I was close to it. I, I served <laughs> those who served, but it was real yeah. honor to serve our um, our veteran community. I still do that today. Mentor veterans, returning veterans. And really just an awesome community. I, I feel really uh, privileged to be able to do that, to be able to be a mentor and a conduit um, to resources and ideas for those returning veterans. Well, I'd like to start off, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd like to start off uh, talking about uh, your connection with GCU, uh, Grand Canyon University, if you're just new in, in town, uh, and Canyon Ventures Center uh, for innovation and entrepreneurship, you you mentioned in some uh, things that I was looking uh, uh, over with you, uh, belief that entrepreneurs change the world, and that with a Christian overview uh, worldview of servant leadership combined with free markets is a powerful transformational force. Talk about that. Yeah, think think about this. Yeah. Um, so entrepreneurs are, you know, they're an interesting group. Like, and by the way, I have this idea that that um, your show is full of entrepreneurs. Um, all of them, or or they're flexing their entrepreneur <laughs> sort of um, ideas. Yeah. And um, and they, yeah, that's what entrepreneurs do. Yeah. They they want to they want to solve problems. In fact, the bigger the problem, the better the entrepreneur. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I have this notion that when you— when I you, was shocked when I was called to sit in this host chair, by the way. Yeah. But here I am. <laughs> You're the entrepreneur here. Uh, so the idea is that when you put this idea of the, the Christian worldview, which the, 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 the sort of cornerstone of Christian worldview is not only forgiveness, yeah. but also this, this idea of servant leadership. Yeah. When you marry that with free markets, 
boy, it's a powerful transformational force. And, you know, and we, we see that not only in companies like um, Chick-fil-A and Interstate Battery and, and, and other companies, but in, but in other companies just, just – um, that are locally owned and just this um, putting these two ideas together. And we have these companies at, at Grand Canyon University, and I'm, I'm their champion. Um, but I love that notion of combining those two things as a transformational force. And we see that across the globe now. World Vision is one of those organizations oh, yeah. that have taken this entrepreneurial view of, of um, economic development or development um, across the globe with Christian values. So I just love this idea of servant leadership. Um, and, and, and people get a – I think capitalism gets a bad rap. I mean, to my mind, capitalism is the most – it's lifted more people out of poverty than any other economic system. Exactly. I think there is something to be said for crony capitalism, which is perhaps what we're experiencing in many parts of, of um, the world and, and capitalism. But this idea of true capitalism and free markets has lifted more people out of poverty. And I am an unapologetic – champion of the of that free markets and capitalism i believe that that that's what empowers people that's what gives them um drive and that's what inspires them and that's what gives hope yeah so what you've created in uh canyon ventures uh, center and in innovation is how do you give them the freedom to act that out whatever their vision is whatever their thoughts are whatever they're thinking of inventing or or some business model you're giving them the entree to that, right? Yeah. So so Canyon Ventures was established. I'm the founding director there. So I'll just give you a quick... So they wanted to... When I said they, Grand Canyon University had an entrepreneurship program, a degree program, and they wanted to marry it or bring it together this this ecosystem where companies could grow in a, in a space of like-minded um, folks as well as structure to grow these companies with a threefold purpose. One, um, empower our, our GCU students with professional experience and a professional network prior to graduation. So this is paid professional experience. Two, recruit students to mm-hmm. GCU who may have a heart for this, who want to do this. And three, be an economic driver, not only to the West Valley where we are at, um, we're basically 27th Avenue to 35th Avenue, right right across the, the I-17, yeah. but not only be an economic driver for that part of, of Phoenix, but also for the state of Arizona. So that was the threefold purpose. I interviewed for seven months, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I'm sure, Wait and, a minute. Yeah, and they weren't <laughs> Who quite was sure. unsure in this yeah. thing? Uh, and I think they were sort of um, trying to figure out sort of what they wanted it to be. And after seven months, they said, look, you know, we um, – We'd like to make you an offer. Um, it's, uh, you know, you have no budget, you have no staff, and it's low pay. And I was like, oh, you drive a hard bargain, where do I sign? But I, I really love this idea of we, we bring in companies. We're, we're housed in a facility. Many of you who, who are here in Phoenix, you'll know the facility. It was the old swap meet. As you drive down yes. I-17, it'll be on the east, I'm sorry, the west side yep. on Camelback. It was an old green building. GCU has transformed that area. This is one of the transformational sort of um, um, aspects of GCU. They bought that building, um, wrapped a big fence around the whole place. They bought a hotel, a restaurant, started a restaurant there. Um, nonetheless, we, we, we occupy a, about a 25,000 square foot space there. And we bring in companies from, from all over the place. We've attracted companies from as far away as Budapest. We have companies there from Dubai or had companies from Dubai. We've over, we brought in, in the last three years, five months now, we've brought in over um, 48 companies hiring 338 students 
and growing. The only requirement they have, and this is a really amazing sort of opportunity for companies, the only requirement they really have is to hire our GCU students. So we okay. give you a scholarship, free office space, free utilities, yeah. you know, all that stuff, and uh, hire our GCU students. And that's where it gets interesting because our students now, they gain professional experience, build a professional network. So now that they're not um, entering, they, they, they can get jobs with those companies when they graduate, but I like to say, if you come to GCU, we are not going to fight fair. <laughs> You're going to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace, yeah. and we're going to do that by working. By working. And um, we're going to give you that professional experience, the professional network you need to go into the marketplace and be able to show that you have real currency for those employers or can continue to drive the growth of the companies that you've been hired here at GCU, at KM Ventures with. So um, really great opportunity. And that's um, that started three years, five months ago. We continue to grow, continue to sort of transform what it looks like, yeah. and um, and to give our students opportunities. They're now the ones that stay there. We've we, they employ uh, over 104 students are working there. 51 alumni are now working there from GCU, and then we have students that have worked there and have gone out into the world. Um, Ramsey Solutions, Dave Ramsey, um, you know, just it's just a number of companies wow. out in the ecosystem, and their starting salaries are well beyond entry level. That's amazing. Uh, that that whole thing. Uh, so, um, and you're right. The stamp of GCU on the resume is good, right? Yeah, it's, it's good. But you know, you want to be able yeah, to the, say the, the, what they've done and, and who they've worked with. Yeah, like yeah. I, I like to say, hey, look, you don't want to look if you just graduated here from GCU, which I call the Harvard of the West Valley. <laughs> if you just graduated from GCU, it's not enough. Like, yeah. I mean, let's yeah. l- let's give real currency to this education. Right. Let's. Let's do this. Let's let's give you opportunities. We know you don't have experience. That's why we set this up. Yeah. We're giving free rent, free utilities, all that with the proviso that these startup companies hire you and give you that experience so you can have real currency when you leave here and go out to the world. You'll you'll have done everything yeah. for a startup company. Right? <laughs> so and to do that is really powerful. And that's been such a privilege to work with these companies, their founders and our students to um to really empower them and give them hope to go out there to change the world. Well, you've created a big magnet <laughs> to attract these companies from around the world, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, say if you're late, if you're late uh, coming into this episode of the uh, Rescuers Radio Show, uh, my guest is Robert Vera, entrepreneur and uh, founder of uh, the great the Grand, uh, Grand Canyon University's Canyon Ventures and Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship. So um, I want to I want to turn away from that for just a moment and talk about your work with Veterans Affairs. That's a that's a big deal with you, right? And um, uh, that respect and help uh, is from your being around military and your work in Washington D.C. Probably, but. Um, where did you grow that, and what exactly is that that you're involved in with Veterans Affairs? Yeah, so I, I work as a um, – so I mentor returning veterans, um, and I've worked with a number of nonprofits. But I decided that it was is just probably better to just um, you know mentor the network of veterans that I've created. And here's why. I think that many, re-vet- many veterans, and especially in the SEAL community, um, you know, they came back, and, and many of them have been in combat. And um, I've never been in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't even imagine what it was. But my friend Ryan was a great example. And um, he had experienced combat. Um, some of the reasons why people go into the military, um, 
you know, is, is results in some type of trauma in their life. They're looking for family and community. But it occurred to me that, um, yeah, that it occurred to me that when when folks get out, um, you know, they, they still there's this void, and they don't they they need to have I think a network community, and um, because they've left that all with their um, whatever their SEAL team was, or whatever their deployment, whatever their group was, they've left that. So my idea was, okay, um, maybe what I can do for them, because uh, they, well, they were building, well, they were doing their work. I was building my network. And if you think about it, your network is directly proportional to your net worth. Mm. You know, you're, you're the sum of the five people you hang around with. Yeah. So I said, maybe, maybe I can do this. Maybe I'll just be this conduit to ideas and resources and um, and trust. So I started doing um, working with veterans and, and literally climbing Mount Rainier to build trust and then hiking the Grand Canyon with groups of wounded veterans, returning veterans. You, you do that now, right? I do. I don't do Rainier anymore, but I do uh, still cross the Grand Canyon with groups of veterans. Rim to rim to rim. Yep, 50 miles rim to rim to rim. Because I figured, you know what? If you can't trust somebody doing that like, <laughs> or being tied to a rope climbing a high icy mountain, then you know how can you trust anybody? So we built this level of trust with each other. And then I become sort of a conduit. Like I have a lot of I don't I say I don't really do anything that important, but I do something um, really powerful, right? To connect them with the right relationships, so they get unstuck. And it occurred to me that you know, for many of the combat veterans, they struggle with um, post traumatic stress. And it occurred to me that you know, after hearing many of the stories, um, you know, I said to one of uh, my friends, I said, you know, I got to tell you something. It, it scared me what you told me. It kept me up at night. Yeah. And if you're not profoundly altered by yeah. that experience, I'm glad you have PTSD. If you don't, if you're not profoundly altered by that experience, something may really be wrong with you. The fact that you have PTSD is actually a good thing, right? And then I started to really think about. So, is this branch across all all veterans, or or is it is the focus primarily on on the? Um the more professional, highest level? I'm really all veterans. Like okay. I've had guys that, you know, served in all branches. Okay. Um, I think the one common denominator is that, um, you know, many of them are combat veterans who, um, you know, they they sort of see this world yeah. as boring now and they want to do something different. Yeah, they're revved and, up. Yeah, they want to. And then many of them struggle with um, PTSD. But this idea is that... Um, you know I, that I can be a conduit to resources, conduit to ideas, and um, and you know, and, and and I have I have guys that I've worked with and still work with who are Vietnam era veterans, um, and we talk about sort of okay, what's you know how do you um, how do you see how do you become bilingual? How do you become no, not triggered by stress all the time? And how do you do those things? So uh, that's been really important. But building trust is the first step. And then being a conduit to different ideas and resources for them to really move forward with their life in a, in a way that is productive for them, for their families, and is it, it creates worthy goals for them to pursue. So that's been really important for well, me. Well, it to seems do. to me, and I never were was around uh, this type uh, when I was in the service. I was in from uh, I was I'm a Vietnam era vet, and um, and. I worked in ammunitions and all all that kind of stuff, but I, I would I never was around those that are in the higher level, um, um, stronger, 
I have a nephew that was in Desert Storm as a, a ranger. To this date, he he's one of the highest strung people that I that I know, and he's he's eager to do things. He's eager to keep the motor run, running, and uh, you, so you're saying that you, you that you either don't get rid of that or you get rid of it and and apply it to something more functional, more um, instead of. Because that can that can that's where the hurt and the pain comes from, right? When yeah. they hold it inside. Yeah, I think so. You're giving them an out by on these these excursions to the whether it's in the rim or Mount Rainier or wherever, right? Yeah, I think that when you ask guys, you know, what is it they miss the most, and they they say each other, and um, oh. so we create you know this new tribe, right, of folks that we just go do you know really interesting, fun things together. It's physical, it's emotional. Um, and then you build a level, a level of trust with folks that you can then say, hey, if you need anything, you know, give me a call. You know, I have some friends that could help do this or do that. And, and usually the calls are, um, you know, some of them are, you know, I'm really struggling here, um, need to figure this out. Yeah. But some of them are just, I, I, I'm bored with doing what I'm doing. I'd like to do something different. Do you know this person? It's really connecting them with the right trusted relationship so they can move forward. Um, you know, I, I I have this idea that you know if you've been in combat and you and you've um, experienced those things and you do have PTSD, it's it's probably a good thing. And um, and if your autonomic nervous system can be trained in one direction, it can obviously be trained in another direction without the use of you know drugs or those type of things. So, um, but I, I feel like, and I've known many guys who've who've um, really just been able to move forward after a period of time. But I think it's really important to. Um, for me personally, do that. I, and people ask me all the time, you know, Robert, why why do you do this? And it occurred to me a long time ago that I'll get asked, you know, well, what's the VA doing? And I thought about that, and I and I really believe this. I'm not being facetious when I say this. I think the VA is doing the best that they can. I agree. Yeah. And, and that's probably the problem, but. You know what? Like of all the guys, Art, that I know, of all the women, the men that I know have served, you know, none of them, none of them served and took an oath to protect and defend the VA. They did it for me and my family, for us, right? So asking what's the VA doing seems like an irrelevant question to me. What am I going to do? If they did that for me, what can I do to give back to them and, and like I don't think it's a big deal frankly I think you know what I do is being a conduit and a resource and taking guys on hikes and those things I don't think that's a very big deal so for me it's a pleasure to do I get along with those guys where I think you're crazy yeah thank you <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but it's fun and I like that yeah. crazy sort of idea of it I go look I, I can look inside the canyon and I've never had the thought that I want to do that but well I really have but I've just never done it. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing experience. I tell people I learn more about myself. I, I go every year. I'll go this May. But um, I learn something new about myself, um, that place, and the people around me every time I do it. And it's, how, um, how large of a group are we talking about? Four or five. Usually oh, I don't okay. do much more than that. I All just right. do four or five, which, nice. is, which is more than enough. Yeah. But it's an amazing experience, and, yeah. and I just really – it's transformational, so I really like doing that. Before we run out of time, um, I want to talk to you about the the books that you've you've authored. Um, 
You have a book called A Warrior's Faith, which kind of fits in with what we're talking about, I, I assume. Yeah. And uh, Perfectly Wounded. So tell us a little bit about those books. Yeah, in 2015, um, perf- uh, I'm sorry, A Warrior's Faith was um, the story of my friendship with um, a Navy SEAL named Ryan Job. Many of your listeners will know Ryan Job from the movie American Sniper and the book American Sniper. Ryan was shot um, on August 2nd, 2006 on a rooftop in Ramadi, Iraq, rendered totally blind. Mm. And um, when he got back, he moved to, to Scottsdale. One of my roommates from college was his swim buddy. Uh, we became good friends. And um, so I wrote the story of our friendship and what happened to him. Um, uh, he climbed Mount Rainier, totally blind. It was wow. just a really amazing story. Um, a couple of years left after that, one of the guys that we took on a climb in honor of Ryan, uh, um, honor of Ryan Job, we took a climb on Mount Rainier. His name is Mike Day. Um, his story is pretty incredible. Navy SEAL. Um, he knew of Ryan. Um, anyway, Mike's story, Perfectly Wounded, um, is about his experience um, both in Iraq being shot literally 27 times surviving and coming back here and dealing with, um, you know, the traumas of his life and overcoming those. So, yeah. um, but two really amazing stories by, by two pretty incredible people. Ryan was a very close friend. I didn't realize that Job lives here. He did live here. Yep. Okay. He, um, you'll have to read the story about what happened to him, but yeah, yeah he did live in, in Arizona. Okay. Um, I believe that right now <laughs> our w- worldwide audience, uh, for the rescuers, uh, are those that are highly enthused right now for GCU and what you're doing uh, with the uh, the Innovation Center and the um, the Canyon Ventures. But uh, how can people contact you if they want to? Yeah, gcuworks.com. That's gcuworks.com is our website. That's the easiest place to find me. It's 2022, so you can find me anywhere right now. So you can just go to LinkedIn. <laughs> you can find me there. But GCU, uh, GCU Works is, is really our website. That's where you can find me. That's where... Um, uh, most of our information is, but I uh, really appreciate um, you having me, Art. It's been great. Robert Vera, you are a rescuer. God bless. Thank, Thank you for you being on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.